Jews. This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. This past year, the Auto and General Theatre on the Square hosted over 23 new productions, two weeks of sold-out comedy festival, 48 weekly classical music concerts, various jazz, jazz concerts, and showcase dance and youth theatre shows. The theatre is the brainchild of the glamorous and talented Daphne Kuhn, who is also its manager and artistic director. She tells me now about the magic the theatre will put on and we can expect for 2020. Daphne, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Cherise. What a lovely uh, welcome. <laughs> you make me feel so at home here at 5M. Daphne, I was looking through your program um, for this year as well, and I'm amazed at the diversity and different kinds of shows. And I'd like to ask from you, as an actress and a producer, how do you bring it all together? You know, Sharice, it's very important for us to present diversity because of the culture of the people here in South Africa. We try and uplift in every way and create a challenge for different members of different communities. And therefore, the different choices that I make are very carefully worked out. And as you can see, there, there's music for everybody. They're challenging thought-provoking plays. There's productions for young people, for older people, music that challenges and also presents for a, a range of different genres to appeal on different levels to different people. So in our quest to keep theatre and music alive in our community, um, I, I really very consciously plan things that are very diverse and that has been perhaps the strength of this theatre of mine, that it's you know shown a, a complete range of um, cultural diversity. And of course, you placed in the heart of Santon, yes, which also attracts a different kind of clientele that you might find elsewhere. To what extent are you catering for a Santon crowd, and does that include foreign tourists? Um, you've hit the nail on the head. I don't specifically uh, focus on a Santon crowd. I don't know what that actually <laughs> means today because it's such a rich diversity of people in any case. It's a lovely mix of everybody. There are certainly tourists in the Santon um, central district where we are situated. It's the hub of Santon from a business perspective as, as well. But um, we draw people from all the townships surrounding all the years that I did youth theatre. We bust in kids from Alexandra. It's such a very accessible area, safe and secure, surrounded by beautiful restaurants and hotels. And I think people feel comfortable when they come to the theatre. There's and lots of parking. And, you know, there's so much happening, whether it's, you know, lighter entertainment or serious plays. There's always something for everybody. And well, I really don't try and focus. But I do consciously also try and include plays to reach our Different communities in South Africa, and the Jewish community is one that plays a very important part, that always has supported my theatre and me. And as you can see, in addition to plays that are focused with themes of Jewish, um, all sorts of Jewish themes rather, and I have brought to the fore plays from Israel, musicians and artists and actors from Israel, um, plays that serve our local Jewish community, 
for children and for adults. We host, in addition to those that I produce, we host a lot of our Jewish community affairs and events, and I'm very proud of that, of course. And we try to keep arts alive within our community as well. You, last year you had a, a sold-out comedy festival. Yes, that for was two exciting weeks. for two weeks with all our top, top comedians. And you're doing it again. I see this year you have Nick Rabinovitz. Of course, Nick Rabinovitz. How could we do it? <laughs> How could we have anything without comedy without Nick Rabinovitz? He's such a important force and certainly not just for the Jewish community he's Jewish and he takes the mickey out of all of us but he consciously looks at various members of the community and he makes he takes the mickey out of everybody but he doesn't offend anybody at all and that's what I like comedy is very important Um, I think it is um, how can I express it but it is the voice of what the people are thinking and if you you know you are satirical in particular and I think that's very important to have satirical comedy we look at ourselves then and laugh at ourselves and Nick Rinovitz is a master of that but of course we have various other South African comedians that have been fantastic from Mark Lottering to Riyad Musa to um, the wonderful Louisa Madinga that's coming back who was a sensation and was the only ever African correspondent to The Daily Show for Trevor Noah. So we have a lovely range of comedians um, looking at South Africa and it's all, all its foibles and mm. allowing us to think about it and to laugh at it and to try and make a better place in this wonderful country of ours. And South Africa has much to kind of both celebrate and laugh at and it's fun to poke um, fun at ourselves. Yes. Daphne, um, I imagine things like comedy are an easy sell. Yes, that is always easier. And and that's, you know, those are the evenings you get booked out seats. Yes. Do you as a theatre have nights when you have few audiences? And oh, struggle we to do attract? struggle. We definitely do struggle from time to time with serious theatre, as most theatres do all over the world and certainly in this country. I think when we do... Th- plays that are very significant and close to the bone they're not an easy sell and that's a reality Um, on the contrary I've been very inspired because lately and just about a month ago I was a guest of the International Israeli Theatre Exposure and I was so excited to be able to go to Tel Aviv and be part of this wonderful festival and invited by the Israeli Hanoch Levine Institute of Israeli Drama and what I realized while I was meeting people from 50 different countries, producers um, and festival organizers and artistic directors such as myself from 50 different countries being exposed to the wealth of Israeli theater in all its glory and all the genres that go with it as well. I realize, and this is not the first time that I've attended one of these wonderful exposure festivals, that in Israel, contemporary Israeli theater has become very popular. Not like us here in South Africa, where comedies and the lighter musical entertainment is the order of the day. But in Israel, where there are about 8 million people, they have, they've come to, they've, they've worked out that they've actually sold 5 million theater tickets last year. And that's absolutely sensational. So the 
the success of Israeli theater surpasses even that of soccer, sure. which is hard to believe. Unbelievable. So, which is very inspiring because theater is about stories. It's about the human condition. It's challenging the mind. It's obviously entertaining and educational at the same time. And therefore, it's a very important part of what I do and what I want to continue to do and develop audiences for the future. Daphne, you talk about telling stories, and I think that's what really makes us human. You started off as an actress, is that correct? Yes, I, I did. I, I was from Pretoria, and I, I was luckily inspired by my, dra- my art teacher, my art teacher, Oswald von Dirk, and he produced all the plays, and I was in all the Shakespeare plays. And I remember I was cast as Titania in A Midsummer Night's Dream, in fact, as the understudy. And when the little young girl, who I thought was an excellent actress, um, was not punctual and never arrived at rehearsals, he said, Daphne, go on stage, see what you can do. And that was the beginning of a long and happy and romantic affair with the theatre. And thereafter, I, you know, I was always in plays in Pretoria. My mother was on the committee of the, uh, the Pretoria Children's Theatre, as were, and my siblings and I were all, always in all the children's theatre productions. And then, when I went to university, it was a choice between studying music, I, I learned the piano, I went as far as my ATCL, and studying drama officially. And I chose theatre and drama under doyens of the time, like Anna Nietling Poole in Afrikaans. For a Jewish girl in English, it was quite something. But I absolutely loved it and um I was so totally won over by the people and those in the arts that are so open and liberal-minded about everything. And, uh, yes, I was an actress to start with in many plays. And then I, when I was married, I joined SABC Television Service, then co-producing a lot of plays for television. But my love was actually to get back on stage again, or rather when I had my children later to be at least part of theatre productions. And I started here with a children's theatre company. I joined also the market theatre, the civic theatre. Then I decided to go on my own and establish a theatre, firstly in Rosebank and now, of course, in Santon. And that I think was 25 years ago. That's, a, that's been a journey for you. But yes. in the meantime, you started off as an actress. Yes. You are now a businesswoman. Yes. You are a PR person. You are a manager. You are a co-producer or producer. Yes. And still act. Is that correct? That's absolutely. Not so much the acting, but certainly presenting a lot. Yes. I'm, perhaps you should call it a jack of all <laughs> trades. <laughs> how, how do you balance it though? Because to put together the, the program to put together, and I imagine artists are quite. Um, People think that they are divas and difficult, yes, and I, I found just the opposite. Those that are established and talented don't need to be. And I've worked with some exceptional people over the many years. So I have a vision, obviously, for my theatre, but I have to bear in mind there is a responsibility to bring fresh new works and on themes that are local and relevant. To the public too right. And uh, I've been very fortunate that I've had um, a, a lovely response from the public After all these years as well And certainly from the media So when I produce a play I select, sometimes buy the rights Often uh, directors and writers Come to me as well And so when I select what I'm going to plan For the year um, I, Obviously it must be varied But I assemble the cast, select the directors 
try and work out the budget, find the money. I'm, you know, I've, I've had various corporate sponsors over the year. Wonderful people currently, Auto and General, which sadly ends after their renewal many times. Um, but I'm hoping that in the next couple of years, I, you know, I'll be able to go on and keep producing and giving and, and give a, a sponsor, a naming rights sponsor, Everything we can, because I think it's great. The benefits are great to the to potential sponsors that are perhaps considering um, linking their name with all the work that we do and the people that we reach in the community and the various communities. So I started off um, in Rosebank and then in Santon, and and so we've gone from strength to strength. Maybe I can ask you this question as um, both an actress and a manager. When we as consumers go to the theatre, we're excited. Possibly we dress up. You know, it's an evening out. Mm. There's a buzz in, in the, you know, the room. Yeah. Maybe we have a, yes, yes, you know, there's anticipation of what we'll find when we go. What is it like on the other side of the stage? You know, there's something about people that are in the theatre that are creative and enthusiastic and the money aspect doesn't come into it. Although it should, of course. And it must because it is a business after all. But we are as excited. There's a huge amount of work. People just think there's magic on stage. Yes. These productions just arrive every few weeks, a new production with a new cast, new costumes, new sets, new lighting, new designs. And there's a huge amount of planning that goes on and um, contracts for artists and rehearsals and you know, working everything out, the directorial side of it and the, the recording side of sound effects and lighting plots. And when it all comes together just before opening, there is a magical spell in the air. There is something about the theatre. And I think Oscar Wilde once said, the theatre is the greatest of the arts. It's the most immediate way that an actor can share with an audience the essence of what it is to be a human being. And that's what it's all about. It's talking to people, telling stories, creating things that are different, off the wall, out of the box, and keeping ideas alive through the medium of theatre. You talk about the immediacy of it. Do actors pick up a vibe from the audience? Are they appreciative and dependent on the applause afterwards or the laughs or the tears or whatever it is you're trying yes. to evoke? Do they see the audience or are they Absolutely. too lit and us too dark? And indeed. Um, they say that every performance is different. different. And that's what keeps it alive as well and vibrant and dynamic because the audience certainly dictate and there is every audience is different and every actor can feel it and they react to it and respond to it. So there is something very much in what you've just said. The ma I agree with you. For me, theatre is equal to magic. And you did ask me whether people dress up. I don't think they dress no. up as much as they used to. Perhaps they do for the opera okay. and uh, and the bigger, you know, bigger yeah. productions and bigger theatres and music halls. But I don't think they dress up, but there is still a special, it's still a special night. It must be then with loads of support for everybody, <laughs> for those involved. Do you have moments in your past of evenings that have stood out for you as being exceptional? And do you also have flops that you think, oh, don't want to think about that again? Oh, I have had many of those, <laughs> unfortunately. These things happen. They're technical problems and 
sometimes they're just not ready because you know what? It's very difficult to present a new play, a brand new play with, that's never been done before. When we bring some from time to time, we bring others to the theatre that have been performed at other festivals. But when it's brand new, things do go wrong. And it's very hard to put it, something new to test immediately to, um, you know, when you, when a new car is manufactured, it's tested over and over by the company. And but when you have a play, you have a few. You know, you, your yes, audience so. comes in. The media are there to criticise, and you have no second chance. And things don't always work out as planned on the very first night because it's not sometimes ready. So I have had a few of those experiences. When we had power outages that were even worse oh. about ten years ago, and we didn't have a generator then, of course we do now. Um, we had some very uh, hairy experiences and, and I remember dangerous there was a group. Well. Yes, absolutely. Getting all the people out on the dark wow. uh, to the, you know, s- small torch lights. But we had a group from America who was dying to see a local play that was very relevant at the time. And we couldn't do it, but they were there. So we put, presented the play outside on the square, outside the theatre. We all, all of us that were part of the production team, um, created sound effects. Um, lighting, it was hilarious, but we actually got through it, I won't forget. Of course, having wonderful stars on the stage, you know, I won't forget so many uh, famous actors um, like Joan Brickhill um, and so many others. The show must go on, um, Daphne, and I think that is kind of a driving force for, for yourself and yes. for actors and actresses and people in that industry. If anybody would like to be on your mailing list so they do know well in advance what is coming or yes. they'd like to contact you for whatever reason, what is the best way to get hold of you? And um, They can phone the theatre on 011-883-8606 or email Theatre on the square, one word, at gmail.com, and we'll respond immediately. We'd love, we have a membership scheme. We have classical music shows every Friday with our top, top classical performing artists, mainly local and a couple visiting. And there are some very exciting concerts coming up. Um, we open, um, at this moment, uh, we, sorry, we ending with a, very exciting Swedish play about bullying based on a famous book called Evil. We open very shortly with a beautiful musical um, about the stories and the stages of love. Um, And of course, it's an award-winning cast with songs from your favorite musicals, including um, performers like Sharon Spiegel-Wagner, Laurie Glashen, Lance Marin, and Musa Nete Sakupwana. Then we, we bring out from the US Simon Fortune about a play about how Shakespeare could change your death. It's called Or oh, Not to Be. <laughs> um, the partner is Paul Brody. I'm sure you remember from South Africa, the wonderful psychologist. Then we're doing a play by Gail Lowe, who's a former South African, um, playwright. Um, as it happens, a Jewish woman who's written a lot of the plays that we've done recently on Holocaust themes and so many other. It's called The Narcissist, and it stars Fiona Ramsey, Graham Hopkins, and Tessa Jabba. We have Sober Sex, a comedy with Intosh, Madling Gorzi, and then our very favorite and local 
most prolific playwrights play borderline by Paul Slabelepsy, with whom I have worked on about 10 productions over the years. And it's a gripping, powerful play which deals with complex family relationships. And then the comedians, Loisa Madinga is back and Nick Rabinovitz and something very exciting. So many other things for children and musicals, but something I'm very excited about. I'll be working with the um, Fugard Theatre in Cape Town and we will be presenting a play that's just been a great hit in London with Maggie Smith. It's called um, A German Life. And based on that very controversial woman who was the secretary of Goebbels. Mm. So that's really something to look wow. forward to. A lot to see. A lot to see. Daphne, thank you so much for coming in. And thank I you. wish you a really successful year. Break a leg. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've enjoyed chatting to you. It was lovely. Sharice, I really appreciate this opportunity to speak Absolute to you pleasure. and all on High FM. Thank you. Thank you. That was Daphne Quinn, the Doyen of Theatre.